to Unfrequently Asked Questions, the brotherly battle of the brains. I'm Max Sipkowski, and snapping is my primary language. And I'm Michael Lakowski, and I don't know how much wood a woodchuck can chuck. Um, a woodchuck can chuck as much wood as a woodchuck can chuck. I'll take your word for it. Isn't that the answer to that? Like, when people do that, isn't isn't that what you're supposed to say? Like, a woodchuck can chuck as much wood as a woodchuck can chuck? I think it's a trick question, because if you look at, at its arms, it really can't chuck any wood Well, is far. the act of using its, like, teeth and, and hacking at it with its teeth not chucking? I don't think it is. I think that's called chewing, unless the past 28 years of my life have been a lie. Yeah, well, but the structure of their teeth are different than ours. So I'm like... going to say it's still called chewing. Okay, so, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I don't chuck something, a crouton. Something we mouth. talked about previously. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but we definitely talked about it previously at some point. We talked about um, marsupials, I believe, and how they lactate. Yes. So you said marsupials lactate, like, through all parts of their fur. Well, they, they not all parts of their fur. Like, you don't, like, not marsupials, by the way. This is monotremes. Okay, monotremes. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, yes, you don't yes, go yes, up yes. to a wall. You don't like pet a wombat and suddenly right. there's a, milk A marsupial out. will still climb up to a nipple. But these monotremes, they yeah. don't do that. Yeah, no, it's it's a They go a near like a process. region and then there's just milk coming out. Yes, right? it kind of, it secretes milk. Okay, so would that still be called lactating or would you call that secreting? I, I would call it, personally, I'd call it secreting, but I am not a zoologist, nor one who specializes in monotremes. Um, I can play one on TV, but I am not one. I'm just, I just think that them chewing is an equivalent of them chucking, because it's like a special, you know, it's not like they're, it's, they're not eating it either. They're not eating the wood. They're, they're, they're hacking at it for the purpose of maneuvering the, the material, right? Right. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna if I'm gonna maneuver the turkey in my mouth this Thanksgiving, then yeah, maybe uh, maybe it's chucking, but I know for a fact I'm gonna eat that turkey, and when I eat that turkey, that's chewing. Well, hopefully I chew at some point. I don't want to choke. I'm gonna stop you now because <laughs> someone's probably gonna go. Oh, I must have downloaded the wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, this is a trivia podcast. Uh, Clearly, we're start off. Both of us have five questions to ask the other. There are questions that are phrased uh, either who, what, where, when, how, which, so like. And uh, we, only get, we only get one of each of those. That's really the key aspect of it. Yes. We can't, you know, there's no, not can't do all five how questions or who questions or, or can what. can we? Uh, maybe. We'll do a special episode or something. But, <laughs> um, so we do five questions each. I ask Max five. He asks me five. And each one of us gets about three guesses. If we get him on the first guess, three points. Second guess, two points. Last guess, one point. And uh, that's that's pretty much the essence of the game. And we do have a tiebreak around in case we both either fail or do really well, depending on one's point of view. So with that, Max, would you like to get us started? Sure, I would love to get us started. I'm going to start off with my who. Who herds ox? Or oxen, I suppose, right? Who herds oxen? Oxen specifically, not cattle. So it would be an, an ox herd? No. There's a more specific name than that. Oh, is it is it is it a teamster? No, it's not mm. a teamster. Okay, so I've used two of my guesses so far. Um, Correct. I'm glad you can count, but that's not how you get your points. Yeah, yay. Uh, okay, there's, okay. There's, I'm gonna give you a free. No, hint. no, 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 no. I refuse. I refuse. Okay. I, I don't want your handouts. Okay. What do, do I look like? One of them. One of them Democrats. I don't know what I mean by that. Um, I'm gonna say. Yeah. An oxer? 
An ox erd. No, incorrect. I was going to say an otter, but then I realized that's that's a different, completely different If you creature. just have a different animal herd the oxen. <laughs> exactly. That'll work. I mean, and they, it climbs, use, it, they use dogs to herd sheep, but right? But it climbs out of a river, and it yeah. just starts squeaking at the oxen. So dogs dogs are to sheep as otters are to oxen. No, they um the one who herds oxen is called an ackerman. An ackerman. So yes. a, like A-C- K-E-R-M-A-N. Oh, so that's where the name comes from. Yeah, exactly. And I noticed it um, while uh, I was watching a show, and one of the characters' last names was Ackerman. And I was like, huh, gotta have some sort of like reasoning behind it. Oh, Herds, so like, Herds Oxen. So like people have like, the last names of Bakers, Smith, Cooper. Right, exactly. Skullfucker. Right. Um, <laughs> that is a horrible profession. Yeah, that kid, make... that kid got laughed at in elementary school. It was, it was kind of sad. Yeah, I bet. The tables have turned. Ask me a question. Right. Who came up with the term dinosaur? The person? I need to get a specific the person. person. Okay, yes. I'm going to say good old Teddy Roosevelt right off the bat. No. No? Oh, come on. I'm, maybe I should just always guess Teddy Roosevelt. Eventually, I'll be right. I, you should. We can make a drinking game out of it. Yes. For our two listeners. <laughs> Every time Max says Teddy Roosevelt. Take, take a drink. You know, facepalm because it's wrong. Like, if it's, like, an actual archaeologist, I'm not going to get it, right? Archeo- well, not an archaeologist, right? That's not their, that's not their title. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you could name an archaeologist, and Indiana Jones doesn't count. I can't even remember the guy's the character's name in Jurassic Park. Um, okay, I'm going to keep my theme here and go with Calvin Coolidge. No. The next no. coolest president. No. Um, I'm, here's a free hint. It's not a president. Of the United States, Man, or any like, country. My third guess was gonna be Woodrow Wilson, so that's a shame. How modern does this go? Oh, oh. I mean, would it define it. modern? Probably goes pretty modern. Oh, okay. I know. I'm gonna go with um, David Attenborough. No, hey. no, hey, no. Hey. That's oh god, no. David Attenborough. Okay. No, it's not David Attenborough. I just said no several times, no? and you're still. You're like the creepy guy at the bar. You Come just can't on. take no for an answer. Come on, David Attenborough. It's not. It's Sir Richard Owen. He uh, coined the term in 1841. Wow. He was uh, one of the first kind of known paleontologists, the way we know of paleontology, like that part of England and the United Kingdom or the Brits that really just started classifying, and they were naturalists and things like Cuvier. He was very controversial. A lot of the colleagues and people at the time did not like him. They thought he was malicious and hateful. There was a man named Gideon Mantell who discovered the Iguanodon, and Owen just kind of lied and said that him and someone else discovered the Iguanodon. And he also uh, did not agree with Darwin's theory of natural selection. Like, he believed in evolution, he just didn't think natural selection was the way. Hmm. So, yeah, he came up with the term dinosaur, which means... Oh, you're... Is this a cue? It, yeah, it's, uh, you know, see if you can recover maybe half a point. Oh, definitely can. not. Uh, bone lizards? No, no. No, terrible lizard. I got the lizard part right. Yes, but I'm I didn't not know. The give, dino. I, I said I'd give you half a point, not a quarter of a point. I know. I didn't know the dino part. I just had to guess. Michael, when was the first U.S. patent issued? It's a year. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to narrow it down too much. But when was the first U.S. patent issued? Uh, is it 1810? No, it's not 1810. Is it 1801? Okay, you're getting close. You're getting you're going the right direction, but you're still wrong. Seventeen. Um, no wait. 
think about like think about like when the you know constitution was ratified and bill rights all that stuff 1790 1790 boom you got it awesome. there you go awesome so i get one at uh, one point but yeah, yeah so 79 well, i thought i just for some reason i was guessing that it was i was gonna guess even further um but we're not further but closer towards us but huh yeah no huh. yeah i mean they just they just had to you just had to wait for like everything to get set up and you know there's a whole country of people literally and they you know somebody's gonna be inventive enough to patent something oh yeah i mean governments are often made to enforce property rights right um so Samuel Hopkins was the the first patent holder in America. What was he? What did he patent? Is for a process of making a potash, potash, which is an ingredient in uh, fertilizer. Yeah, I like that. There's there's you can patent processes and yeah. ways of doing things. Yeah, like someone at one point I think tried to patent a comb over, or they wow. did patent a comb over. It's depressing. Isn't I wonder it? if that patent like really matured in value for that person, and they got you know their money's worth. A bunch of men who are balding. I was going to say middle ages, but in their middle ages, but, uh, you know, they're, they're men who bald at 20. So it's true. <laughs> All righty. There's a reason. There's a reason. This is a podcast and not a show, <laughs> not a me YouTube and, show. Exactly. Me and Max are slowly balding. So what would you use Kipu for? I'll spell the word for you to help you out. Um, one of the spellings of the word is Q U I P U. What would you use Kipu for? Q U I P U. I would use it to in as a construction material. No. Okay. I would use it in cooking, and I would uh, use it as an ingredient. No. Oh no. Well, for whatever reason, I felt really confident in both of those. I was like, "This is this is it." How do you pronounce it again? Kipu. Kipu. Um, I mean, this is how I'm pronouncing, or I saw pronounced. Right. I may yeah, be no, terribly might, wrong, might but we're getting letters wrong. right now. Letters, again, to P.O. Box 666. What would I use it for? What would I use it in? Yeah, well, I mean, what would... What context? I mean, let's be honest. Uh, you understand I was trying to get at what was the original, what's the purpose of Kipu? Right, right, right. Not, like, what would you... I mean, if you wanted to use it for building material, I'm sure you could. It'd be absurdly stupid, but you theoretically you could yes um uh, uh medicine maybe maybe i'm still were you still ingesting it or some kind medicine of some kind no no um so kipu was basically fabric and and, and like uh, threads and stuff that were tied up in different knots and the inca used them as as other you know quechua people in the andes and they used them for bookkeeping keeping tracks yeah, of good okay. production as well as like taxes and tribute. I knew I heard it before. I was like, "This is." I've definitely heard this before in my um, modern archaeology class that I took way back in college. Yeah. So that way there could be report. You could tie it, and then someone would go on because the Incas had these amazing roads that were of course started before them, actually, and people go in and be able to let the central government for the Inca or even the Spanish and it was they all, were occupying. You know, their, the, their entire civilization was all about like running for communication like they had actual people just running on these roads yeah they had they had one they had messengers and stuff because they had these roads with actual inns and everything and, and food and and stuff but the roads were, it was a wonderful way of transportation and that way they could update says hey this is the good production going on there and say if there was usually if there's an argument someone would keep these records you know they tie the kipu like oh this is the kipu from last month this is how much you produced haha you're you're wrong so Right. I mean, that was in... the first use of um, writing in in the uh, Mediterranean area. Uh, 
Was it? In the Middle East, yeah, was was to keep records of things. Oh, well, it wasn't, no, it no, wasn't yeah, with claw. I thought you meant but it like, was to keep records. With kippu. I was oh, like, no, what no, do you no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. I meant I meant the purpose of of keeping and writing things down. Yeah. Right? It is it is a very strange, amazing thing, writing. I mean, you 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 literally are recording information. And anyone who knows what those shapes mean instantly knows that, even if it's a thousand years later. If you can understand what those shapes mean, and right, you see yeah. those, you see you those, dissect the, the you know what whoever wrote that meant. Yeah, it's it's really amazing if you if you think about it on that kind of level. I'm going to give you a a freebie. I think if anyone's been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, they'll know that Michael is a geographical wizard. At least in my opinion, he just knows so much geography. And like nicks, like little bits and pieces about countries and things like that. Um, <laughs> I, what I know little, I have a, I have a little piece of Spain in my pocket. <laughs> I've stolen. Sadly, Spain's not going to help you with this one. But what is the largest country entirely within Europe? The largest country entirely within Europe. So not Russia, right? Not... Uh, but also, it can't be a place like France that has overseas possessions. Yeah, but you know it wouldn't have been France anyway, right? It's, it's not. I was going to say Germany. It is not Germany. I believe Germany is the next. I believe Germany is second to this country. It might be third, actually, but it, I think it's second. Finland. It is not Finland. Is it? No. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. Okay. Well, is it Ukraine? Yes. There you go. Hey, there you go. Okay. Nice. You got it. You got it. Huh. Well done. Ukraine. I, this was actually a, a, a question brought in by a friend of mine, um, not through traditional means of our Gmail, which you can get us at with ufaqpodcast at gmail.com. Good plug. Yep. Yes, this is a good time to do it. If you want to send us questions, trivia questions, and we will do it, you can do it through that Gmail, ufaqpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure you black out the answers through like a highlighting method or like space it way down far in the email just so we don't immediately see it. That way Mike and I can both mull over it before we get the answer. In this case, I just happened to see the friend the other day and he gave me this question and uh, I got the answer from him. I looked it up to confirm the answer. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I thought it was a good question to ask you. And a side note, thank our sponsors, Locomobile. <laughs> it's my question. I've never even you, heard right? of those people. Well, now you have. Uh, so oh, buy. Yeah. Buy from Locomobile. So, Max, where was the first casino? I almost want to ask, like, a modern-day casino or just, like, the first instance of, like, a corporate or well, the, company? The first of uh, the, what we I would guess. define as a casino. Not just, like... A space where people gambled, as in what one would look at and go, yeah, that's a casino. Right. You know, in, in the the closest interpretation of, of what we would go, yeah, that, that resembles a casino. See, I'm definitely, okay, this might already be on the, I might already be on the wrong track, because I'm definitely biased to think America, and I'm definitely honing in on that. And so I'm going to say New York City. No. Okay. All right. Atlanta City. Atlanta or Atlantic City? Atlantic City. Excuse me. I said Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Atlantic yeah. City. There are people in New Jersey and Georgia both absolutely confused <laughs> about that. Um, no. Where's that? No. <laughs> okay, and then I will say the obvious paradise, which is what people call, or is what actually New Vegas is, is properly called. People mm. call it New Vegas or Las Vegas. Oh my lord. I am, I am way too into video games. I just said New Vegas. 
I am Lord. so sorry. Oh, Lord. I am so sorry, listeners. My brother... <sighs> I mean, I've been you, reading, you said well, New Vegas, and for a second, I was like, "I'm having a stroke." I oh think he God. just said New Vegas. No, I, well, it's because I, I've, I haven't like been really paying attention to it, but I still see it in like my feeds on like Reddit and things like that of uh, Fallout uh, seventy six. And so, so you like, think of New Vegas, so you for, forget the yeah. fact that you've physically been in the city of Las Vegas. I have. It's a it's a wonderful place, though it is often hot. It's amazingly hot, but um, it's dry at least. That was nice. Yes, yeah, nice dry heat that stays with you um, and like six hours after sunset but yes las vegas the proper municipality being called paradise is that so no wrong? no 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 so yeah you get, well think of the word because um, you've already used your guesses but think of the word casino right it's a casino kind of, what yeah. do you think of that uh, uh what country uh, makes sense? italy like, yeah so for in venice italy yeah yeah um it was called il ridotto or the private room. Oh, I may Venice. mispronounce it. Oh, so, yeah. Um, in 1638, it was opened by the Council of Venice because they realized, so Venice was a republic with a doge, a duke. They realized they couldn't really stop gambling and there was a big carnival coming up. So they said, how about we open up a room, a place where people could go and gamble and they could control it. Now, the thing was it was officially open to the public. But there was like a dress code and such high stakes that only no nobility could actually take part in it. Huh. Like, for example, uh, for so one is... game, the players had to wear three cornered hats and masks in order to participate. So it was very, like, to make sure not just anyone could do it, which so, was, was this... elitist. And did they then use any of that? Do you know if they used that money as, like, public funds like almost like taxes uh, perhaps perhaps if there was a, the, a house running it um they may have done that and uh it kept going until uh about about 100 or so years later huh. and uh then there was one uh venetian who came into power and he decided that he wanted to be a reformer and saw them as dens of iniquity and sin so he wanted to stop gambling so he shut down the the state-run casino which is, is weird so i perhaps um it's just a very weird concept of the government running a casino and did, sorry did you have a year on this the, uh 1638 was when they made 1638. it 1638 and it was in venice hmm. il ridotto hmm. all right i love it i love it yeah i don't know i just got super like honed in on america even though i was like this is a dud but that's okay other people gamble too not yeah just exactly Americans. i gambled on that answer exactly I gambled on america and she failed me once again <laughs> um how many YouTube videos are watched approximately every day? You could rephrase it to say how many how many YouTube views are had every day. Oh, oh, because it's oh. unclear if it's unique. Fifty million. Okay, no, no, no. I'm sorry, you sounded so disappointed. <laughs> it's just not close. <laughs> Three million. Oh no, 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 no. A hundred million. That is your last number. Yes, it is. It is still 50 times short. Holy fuck nuts. It is about 5 billion views on YouTube every day. 5 billion. You know what? That makes sense. And to be honest, the statistic is actually, is, this number is about 10 months old. I mean, it's still, it's, I mean, so, it's, it's, it's still probably a little over that. Impressive and yet believable number. Yeah. That's, God. 5 billion. And how much of that is cats? Oh, I, I saw the I saw the numbers. It said it said ninety eight percent of it are cats and Fortnite videos. Now it was weird because they categorized them together, and I don't really know why. I couldn't separate the two and see which is which. But ninety nine percent of all 
views on YouTube are cat videos and Fortnite videos. Max is being sarcastic. I want this stated. Yeah. That's because I, I still don't get what Fortnite is. I'm such an old man now at 28. I mean, you've, I think, you've seen like PUBG, I don't know right? what Fortnite is. You've seen like PUBG. Yeah, like I, I understand the concept of it. I just yeah. don't get how it became a big thing and I didn't really know about it and I didn't didn't I mean, interest me. Honestly, I think it was just the art style. I mean, granted, I assumed I'd be dead at 23. So I'm just living on bar of time. I don't know what's going on. So I act like I'm 72 sometimes. Mm. Wow. That's yeah, 5 billion. 5 billion. 5 billion is a lot. That's, an, that's a lot. That's That's more than... Four billion. I mean, my God. I mean, you could pretty much get every single human on Earth to watch a single YouTube video, and that's you know at least within the right order of magnitude in how YouTube's traffic is. Hmm, that's insane. Wow. Okay. Uh. So on to my fourth question. Mm-hmm. For you, when is the International Day of Women and Girls in Science? And obviously, I need to get this specific date. Yes. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you half I definitely points remember if when you this... can get the uh, if you get the month right only. Yeah, I definitely remember like doing a special event for this on this day. I don't know if it was at college or while I was teaching, but I do remember like doing an event for this, something small. But I also remember doing. I like that you can't remember this. So what an inspiring well, no, physics did, teacher you Because we also were. did an event for Noah Scientist or Ask Scientist Day or something like that, and that was much more like a bit. We made a bigger deal of that because we just included everybody into it, right? We just said like it doesn't yep. matter if you're male or female scientist or whatever you want to be. You know, as long as you're a scientist, that's the important part. And we had our students ask questions and 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 send tweets and stuff like that, and um, look up like actual scientists. And that was in, like, spring. But I'm, like, pretty sure this date is in the fall. I'm going to say, like, October 17th. No. It's not September. I'm co- I'm pretty confident of that. And it's not over the summer, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was. Maybe it was in, like, March. March 23rd or something like that. No. Okay. October. Excuse me. Not October. November uh, 19th. No, no, no. No, November nineteenth is is a special day. Um, for me at least, it's February eleventh, 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 February eleventh. February one one, February one one, and February one one. Um, got... is the International Day of Women and Girls in Science. Okay. I highly hope if you know a woman or girl or young lady who wants to get involved in science or is interested in science, do something for them on that day. Go to see a museum. Go look up famous women in science. It's uh, it'll be a good day. I think we should get more women and girls in science in general. Um, look at me being progressive and trying to be helpful. Make this podcast more than just stupid trivia and jokes. But it's also the uh, in America. Mike, we don't tell any jokes on here. Let's be don't. real. It's also the 11th of February. Is also Inventors Day in the United States. And huh. in Japan, it's National Foundation Day, which is honoring the ascension of the first Japanese emperor. If you're a Japanese-American woman, you probably have, and you're into the science, February 11th is a big day. February 11th is a, is a huge day. Exactly. Get big all those day. Hallmark cards ready. Yeah. All right, Mike, I've got my fifth and final question for you. Mm, yeah. Which is the least explored planet in our solar system? Um, of course, our solar system, right? Which is the least explored planet? Planet proper, not including yes. dwarf planet. 
Yes. Not including a certain dwarf planet who people are probably screaming and shouting, no, it's real. It's a real planet. Uh, that planet arguably has been more explored than these ones. Uh, oh, these ones. Excuse me. This planet. Thank you. I'm going to say Venus. Incorrect. Venus, we've had... Um, Venus, actually, we've explored pretty thoroughly. Well, yeah, what I was just thinking, because it's so... It's hot and it's cloudy. And... It is. It's nasty. But but explored, so when we count explored, we also include, like, obviously probes that don't, like, land on the thing or puncture uh, its atmosphere. So how about Uranus? Um, or Uranus? Uranus you... is correct. <gasps> ah! But so is Neptune. <laughs> oh, okay, so so there were two possible Yeah, there answers. were two. They were both tied for having a singular flyby, and that was Voyager 2. Mm-hmm. Got those beautiful photos of them. Though Mercury is actually not that far away from them in terms of uh, being so unknown. But it's Mercury. also so close to the, to the sun. Yeah, I mean, it's super and close so to the sun. it's so quickly whipping around there that you gotta... I mean, in terms of, like, scale, Mercury is way, way closer to us than it is to, you know, that we are to Uranus or Neptune. Yeah, and those are so. that's, yeah, but those are big gas giants that are Saturn and Jupiter get all the gas giant money. Yeah, all that gas giant money, well, that the big big gas giant money. Yeah, interesting that that spot. I believe it, I want to say how many? It's it's maybe a couple hundred years or something, uh, or maybe a couple thousand years. Or something that's that spot, spot in Jupiter, that massive storm, which you can fit several planet Earths in. Yeah, will disappear. Uh, They're like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it will probably go away after a while. Yeah, well, so it fade. Yeah, it actually fades in and out, and it's not. It doesn't really disappear. It's more of um, it kind of goes into like a hibernation phase, where it's just way weaker, and so it doesn't show on the surface aspect of the atmosphere. The storm itself never goes away. That'll just be weird for just kids like one day. Everyone the, will be like, oh, my grandparents talked about the red dot on Jupiter. I don't. I, see I remember. It. I remember some estimations saying that we're still like a couple hundred years away from the next like submersion or whatever i don't know what they would call it but hibernation period hmm. for the storm so we're still pretty far away from that okay huh. yeah we just don't know mike we just don't know uranus very well we don't you know it's a very unexplored object <laughs> i remember uh seeing ozzy osbourne in concert and he mooned us and then he immediately turned around and said, I think the entire world has seen my ass more than I have. <laughs> Which is probably true. Well, would you count up Would you count up individual views as like of each person as one? Yeah. Or is he saying like each time he moons somebody, that's a, every time he moons a crowd, that's like one count? Well, I mean, with YouTube, his probably ass has been seen at least 5 billion times a day. Right, exactly. That's where all those views are. 110% of all YouTube views are to see Ozzy Osbourne's ass. Whether you know it or not, it's subliminal. It's subliminal. It's in there. It's actually okay. something they did. They uh, they have a little little watermark of his right. ass on every video. So, <laughs> that's Google for you. <laughs> They're trying not to be evil with that. Um, YouTube didn't start off as Google's, though. So You're right. Uh, it used to be called Oz, Ozbutt. That was All bad. Right. That was bad. It was bad. I'm gonna. I'm trying to move on to the next question. I know. I know you are. But and I'm you having, just killed I'm the joke. I'm having fun here. I'm having fun in this space. This butt and Uranus and views. Um. But yeah, give me a question. I, I want to try to win this. Even okay. Though I don't think it's mathematically possible. No. It's, it really isn't. I'm looking at this question. I'm like, oh god, you're screwed. Yeah. Because you got to beat my three points to your zero. No, you got. Don't you have four points? No, I have three. You got. One point, yeah, no, you've got four points. You got one point for U.S. Patent, one point for uh, Ukraine. 
you got right. two points I for four. Uranus. I four. You're at four um, points. I cannot keep up because I'm a big old dumbo. Why did Mad Jack use a Scottish broadsword? Is this more of a how question? Like, how did he use a broadsword? No, no. Why, why did, he? did he choose to use a broadsword? Yeah. He chose to use a broadsword because it would cut through... Wait, who's who? what's the name? Uh, why did Mad Jack use a Scottish broadsword? It's Scottish. I feel like that's a key word there. Oh, it's man. not. It's not. It just. It just. He used a Scottish broadsword because it because it cut through the armor of his opponents. No. Okay. Well, because it was the the closest thing to him when he needed a weapon. That's a bad one. That's a bad answer. <laughs> it was just there. It was just. It was. It was lying around. The Scottish one. It was there. There's that. He knew, he knew it was Scottish because it had an accent. There's that. There's a can opener. There's a thing of progresso, and oh, broadsword. Uh, no, broadsword no. that's in a kilt. What? He also did carry around um, bagpipes and uh, a longbow as well. You know, no kilt, but he did carry those around as well. I, I mean, I don't know how more. Like, what else? As a letter opener, what did he use as little. Does, he had massive letters. He was a, he had a lot of huge fans at the time, and said so he sent huge mail. He probably may have gotten that. I think the problem is he died. He died a bit before the internet generation. He would have. He would have yeah, well, Mike, I don't open my emails with a letter opener. Well, just because he would have gotten really popular for this whole thing. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that was your three guesses. Those were. Um, so John Malcolm Thorpe Fleming Churchill, also known as Mad Jack, was a British officer during World War II, and he fought with the Scottish broadsword and a longbow and bagpipes. And Did he have a gun, too, or not? I, he had guns as well, but he believed, okay. he said... Any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed, <laughs> and that was that was his quote. And I think I think that was the only answer he's ever given. Oh, that's excellent! And he was a commando. He was he was he joined the commando unit. He was in. He served in Norway, in Italy. That's amazing. And and I believe he's you know I'm sure he popped on Normandy, and he's just running around with a sword. Wow. That's excellent. Did he did he survive through the war? He did. He did. He after the war, he went all around. He was he was in Israel um, during the right before it became Israel. Uh, was you know the mandate of Palestine or the occupied territories, however you want to word it. And um, then he ended up becoming really big into surfing. Uh, as did he, he got his, older, did he bring his sword with him when he went surfing? I'm perhaps he actually surfed. There's a river. I want to say the River Severn. I may mispronounce that, but there's a river in, in, in England where there's these huge swells, and he was the first person to surf that and making his own surfboard and, and riding Just on that. Imagine seeing this. You know, this is what I picture. This burly, big beard, bright red hair, surfboard, surfboarded, surf, surfboard-mounted man going down these, like, you know, rapid-like-esque river, right, with a bow. And he's actively bow fishing. <laughs> you know, that is a sight Well, to I don't hold. know exactly about his hair. I don't think he was a redhead. He may have I been, know, but this but... is the imagery I've created yep. in my head. And and I don't believe the, the rivers in England, in the south of England, are rather rapidy. But yes. Um, I don't know yeah, how else you're going to surf died, on him. He died in 1990. Hmm. He was about, I believe he was about 89. Or 80s. 80s, 80s. Um, That's a full life right there. Yeah. I mean, is a man who 
fought the entirety of World War II with a broadsword and a longbow and bagpipes and survived. And I wonder if just Germans saw him. He was a commander, of course, so they probably didn't. But when they saw him, they just, what the fuck is with this guy? Okay, Mike. Well, I have thoroughly been beaten. Yes. However, I really, really want to do my wiggity wiggity whack. So, okay. I'm going to give you my wiggity wiggity whack. And this will just, like, cement your victory this week. How does that sound? Absolutely. Sure. Okay. Okay, awesome. So, Wiggity Wiggity Whack is a segment that we normally use for tiebreakers or when I just am really excited to share because, I don't know, I didn't like it. So, the idea of this segment is I pick a Wikipedia article and I read off individual sentences as I discern from the article and Mike has to try to guess what the Wikipedia article is before uh, I get to the last sentence. Um, sort of like hands. So, uh, first sentence. Uh, I need to watch some of my words here. So, just... I'm slow on this. That's why. The company has invested in brands that offer a wide range of services and products, including Engine Yard, Ruby on Rails platform as a service company, and Living Social, a local deal site. Ruby on Rails and Living Social. Is this Facebook? It's not Facebook. You want the second uh, sentence? Yes. yes All right. Uh, Jungly is a former online shopping service provided by this Wikipedia article that enabled customers to search for products from online and offline retailers in India. This isn't Amazon, is it? It is Amazon. Holy shit, it's Amazon. Yeah. Jungly gave it away. Yeah. Huh. Huh. See, I didn't know about the Jungly one. Yeah, no, my give, me, my give me sentence was the last one, obviously. After reading a report about the future of the internet that projected annual web commerce growth to be 2,300%, Jeff Bezos created a list of 20 products that would uh, uh, could be marketed online. He narrowed it to a list that he felt was the five most promising products, which included compact disks, computer hardware, computer software, videos, and books. And thus, Amazon was created. The man has an excessive amount of money. He does now. He does, he really unnecessary does amount. Like, even before he was officially the rich, it's still, he could buy castles and sports cars and drive around and buy castles in multiple countries and still have money to spend. He could he could buy a castle that was also a sports car. He could. He, he could. could. He could do that right He could, now. and he he'd, still, he'd still be able to afford prime rib with foie gras and truffles every week. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, At I least. can't believe that's so rich. Those 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 people that are the mega rich, wow, that's a lot of money, man. It is. It is. It reminds me. I love that meme of um, it's like the picture of before and after he got rich, like from him in the '90s and him now. And obviously, he looks like visually a lot different because he's confident now and he's rich now. He can afford people to Photoshop him. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I just love it's uh, uh before it's like uh, I'm I sell books and other like things online. And then the other the other version is uh, I buy or I sell anything that I want. Anything. <laughs> I sell anything and everything. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Jungly. Jungly. Yeah. Went out of business, but the, he bought it like super early on, like a couple of years after Amazon got started. Because what? Amazon got started in 93, 96 or something like that. And Jungly he bought out in like 98. Yeah. Wow. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. Well, well worded. Wiki, wiki, wack. Thank you. All right. So, what is? Do I get a prize this 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 week? Yes, Mike. Your prize this week is 
<laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. I got a prize. It's in my pocket. Right here. I'm pulling it out. It's cranberry sauce that's been in my pocket all day. Congratulations. Here's your cranberry sauce. I will cherish this forever. You know, Mike, that means a lot to me because I've been... Don't um, don't, don't speak. No? I don't know how the rest of that song goes, so don't I was going to word... I know, just what you're thinking. I okay, think stop. Okay, with that, please, for the love of God. <laughs> we'd like to thank Joaquim Karud for the use of his song Milky Way as our intro and outro. And we'd also like to encourage you to send us trivia questions at ufaqpodcast at gmail.com or through our Twitter, ufaqpodcast. We also have a Facebook page that we'd encourage you guys to check out. We try to make posts to remind people of new episodes. With that, this has been Unfrequently Asked Questions. I'm Max Akowski. And I'm Mike Lakowski. And as always, stay curious. <laughs>